welcome to the podcast of the Cathedral of Mary Our Queen in Baltimore, Maryland. We hope you will join us at Mass on Saturday at 5 p.m., Sunday at 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., or 11 a.m. Also, you can find more information about our upcoming events on our website, cathedralofmary.org. Have a blessed day. So the joke goes that God saw Adam walking in the Garden of Eden, and he looked pretty lonely. So God said, here's what I'm going to do for you, Adam. I'm going to make you the perfect partner so you won't be lonely anymore. Adam said, how much is that going to cost me? God said, it's only going to cost you an arm and a leg. Adam thought about that for a second, came back to God and said, what can I get for a rib? The truth is that God didn't create perfection in our partners, husband or wife. God said, it's not good for man to be alone. But he didn't say, I'll create a perfect partner for him. He said, I'll create a suitable partner. And truly, I think that makes all the difference when we explore that deeply in our lives. It's true that, really, for there is no perfect husband or wife out there. God didn't create the perfect spouse. But rather, he created spouses for loving one another, for making up the difference, the lack in one another. He created spouses for complementarity. And that truly makes all the difference when we think about that in relation to what God is calling each of us to. Certainly, there's a lot of challenges in married life. There's a lot of challenges in any relationship that we face because neither we ourselves nor the person whom God has placed closest to us in our lives are not made perfect. We're made incomplete. We have our flaws and our temptations, our imperfections, and they all come to bear in that life of relationship. But God created us for complementarity. He created us out of love and for love. He created us primarily so that we would feel that need for relationship, that realization of our incompleteness without relationship to another person. He created us to be motivated to find that relationship in our lives and to let that relationship mirror the love that God has for us and the love that we are meant to enter into into a relationship with our Lord. So today, we give thanks for that gift of love. Maybe not a perfect love, but a love that is constantly maturing, a love that's constantly in need of renewal, a love that's constantly being perfected as we go about our lives. We think about how Jesus spoke to the, to the Pharisees of their day. They basically had written off the idea of perfect love. They boiled it down to a bill of divorce. They boiled it down to a legal contract. And in a lot of ways, our society closely mirrors that defeatist attitude of the Pharisees in, Je- in Jesus' day, where we see what the statistics are about divorce, 
we see how difficult it is for couples to grow in mutual love and understanding, for couples to get along. We see the difficulties and the shattered relationships that abound all around in our world. And it's easy to adopt that same defeatist position or that same entrenched position. But Jesus, his words call us to go back to what is more foundational. His words echo that of Genesis when God said it's not good for man to be alone. Man is incomplete without love, without relationship. And that's something for us to try and work at each and every day in spite of the challenges either issued by our society or the challenges that exist right in the midst of our own family life, right in the midst of our own marital love. We want to be able to answer that call of Jesus, knowing that it's not always an easy thing to do. Certainly there are people here who have been in the midst of difficult challenges, maybe irreconcilable differences. The truth is that in the midst of that, God wants to walk with you. It's not that it's a failure to be in relationship or that we can write off relationships completely, but rather God wants to walk with you and enter into relationship with you amidst the complexities and challenges and difficulties of human life. God wants to be a part of that relationship, and we have to make him a part of that, especially if we choose to renew our love, our commitment, our fidelity each day. Truly, what God is calling each of us to, whether married or single or ordained clergy, is a relationship of fidelity. He's calling us to prize that fidelitous relationship, that relationship that transcends obstacles and imperfections and calls us in love to realize the imperfections of the other, but to overcome those obstacles. And so today, that's what we're invited to. What I like to remind uh, my uh, couples that I prepare for marriage is that the number one goal for every spouse, for a husband and for a wife, their number one goal each and every day should be to work at getting the other person to heaven, to work at growing in holiness, to let the other person grow in holiness. Now, sometimes that's done by testing the other person. Certainly, there are challenges in each and every relationship. But God calls us to work as partners to bring the other person to the joys of heaven. Today, consider where God is leading you, where God is calling you to enter into relationship, maybe calling you to enter into your own relationship with a spouse or with a loved one in a deeper way, where God is calling you to put aside those imperfections that have kind of come front and center and maybe become the be-all and end-all, where God is inviting you to forgive and to live in a suitable way with one another, in a complementary way with one another, to complete one another by your relationship. Remember, it's not good for any of us to be alone. Let someone walk with you on this journey of life. 
Let God walk with you. Let, let your loved one walk with you. Let the church walk with you. And remember that call to fidelity that each of us is called to experience. Fidelity to God, the fidelity to those who he puts in our midst. Let it guide us forward. Let us guide us ever deeper into our relationship. Amen?